Well, the very big international news this morning is that Alexei Navalny, who is known for being an anti-corruption activist, a fierce critic of Russian President Vladimir Putin, has died in prison. Now, according to the statement put out by Russian prison officials, he went for a walk, uh, didn't feel well or collapsed, lost consciousness, and then died as a result of that. So not a lot of information as to what happened right now, but it has been a very long journey to get to this point of different prisons and just still being outspoken along the way. So we want to talk about the significance of that this morning. Beth Noble is with us now, former CBS Moscow Bureau Chief and Professor of Journalism at Fordham University. Beth, thanks for being here. Yeah, uh, it's a sad story, but I'm I'm very happy to be with you, nevertheless. Yeah, thank you very much. What What did you think when you heard that this morning? You know, I I woke up um, and people had texted me the news, um, and I was really sad, but not at all surprised because Alexei Navalny has been so incredibly brave uh, in going up against the regime of Russian President Vladimir Putin and challenging the system. And he, he really put his life in grave danger by trying to go up against Putin. What had he gone through the last few years? Well, you know, he's been, in, you know, they've thrown multiple uh, legal cases against him, uh, you know, over the last 10 years. But in 2020, Ru- uh, Russian security agents actually put a nerve agent on his underwear in a hotel in Siberia, and Navalny fell critically ill. And amazingly, doctors saved his life and got him to Germany for treatment. And then in 2021, Navalny decided to go back to Russia. And everybody said, you know, Alexei, if you go back to Russia, they're going to throw you in prison and you're never going to come out. And he was like, you know what? I can't oppose Putin from abroad. It's not the right thing to do. I'm going to go and, and, and put, you know, take my chances. And so they literally arrested him at the airport when he returned to Russia, threw him in prison, and his treatment has been really awful. He's been in solitary confinement many times. He's been denied uh, medical treatment many times. And, uh, you know, the last thing that they did to Navalny was to send him to a prison in the Russian Arctic where it's bitterly cold and where the conditions were really terrible. Now, you've clearly, Beth, covered this story for a long time. Why was this so important to Alexei Navalny to go through all that and still keep fighting? This is a man of great principle. I'm not sure that he started out that way when he first started to get involved in politics. But, you know, in fighting corruption, he saw just how bad it was. One of the things that he did to become popular with the Russian people was to do a series of videos, which he said was exposing the corruption of Russian officials, like giant houses that they had built for themselves with incredible luxury. And he just said, you know, this is not what we should have in our democracy. We should have freedom. We should be able to express ourselves. We should expect that our officials are not going to enrich themselves while the people are are poor and suffering. And he became a man of great principle. And there aren't really a lot of people in the world who would do what he did, which is to stand up to someone who's almost a dictator. Now, was the Russian president, was Vladimir Putin afraid of him? You know, he must have been afraid of him because of the way that Navalny was treated, thrown in prison or poisoned. Um, You know, you can look at the Putin regime and think that it's very strong or you can argue that it's actually very weak the way that it holds on to power. 
So I think that Putin did have reasons um, to fear Navalny because Navalny was so um, moralistic and so principled, which is sort of the opposite of what Vladimir Putin is. And so what now? Is there anybody who can carry on that work? So first off, Navalny's team, you know, is not even admitting that this is true. They've sent someone off to the prison to make sure that it's true. His wife is actually uh, attending a security conference now in Munich and so is with um, the American vice president, uh, Harris. I'm, I'm sure there are Canadian officials at this meeting as well. Um, and so the international community is going to have to talk about how it wants to uh, respond. But I don't know that there is anybody in Russia that has quite, um, you know, quite the gravitas of Navalny. And I think we're going to have to see if one of his deputies now tries to step into the role of leading this opposition or if what happened to Navalny is enough to scare off anyone. Right. So much pressure on this. Uh, Beth, thank you so much for your time this morning. Yeah, thank you for having me. We appreciate that. That's Beth Noble. Beth is a former CBS Moscow bureau chief and now professor of journalism at Fordham University, talking about the death of Alexei Navalny. You've heard the name, right? You've heard the name for quite a few years now about he being the most outspoken opposition politician to Russian President Vladimir Putin. He had been poisoned by a nerve agent, had miraculously recovered from that. He had been charged with embezzlement, with fraud with all sorts of things. And now Russian prison officials, they put out a statement today saying, a couple hours ago actually, saying that he'd been out for a walk, uh, fell down, lost consciousness, and died as a result. And right now that is all uh, the world knows as we wait, as Beth points out, for more information on that.